up, folks? My name is Matthew Anderson from Columbia, South Carolina, starting my new podcast. On this podcast, I'll mostly be talking about sports, but occasionally I'll be hitting on other topics that interest me. Yeah, I'll give you the facts with a little bit of opinion all in one. Let's jump right into the action. Plenty to talk about on this first episode. So let's start talking about the Los Angeles Lakers. The, have been, the media has been all over the Lakers, as to be expected when they signed LeBron James. It's like bringing a whole corporation to a city of L.A., which has been waiting on bat, basketball talent to kind of reemerge since the whole Kobe era. They've had players, but they haven't really turned out and developed into what they thought they would become. Those players really have actually gone out. The players that they've drafted have really seemed like have gone out and become the best versions of themselves. Anyway, people fail to realize before the Lakers had all these injuries this season, they were actually fourth in the West. Like, they weren't always trash of the West today. I'm not going to say that they are now because now that Lonzo's coming back, Rondo's back, and a couple other guys. But for a while, they have been really down in the dumps. But basketball is a game that's built with guys being on the court, you know, at the same time, learning each other's style and y'all building off of that, going through the highs and lows. It's not always going to be the highs, but... I think the media, with the media circuit and everybody calling sports games and talking about 24-7, we think every loss is the end of the world. But with these injuries, the Lakers had to kind of expect a little downfall. But as LeBron said, it's almost like a playoff season now because they have to get ready. Because if they lose a couple more games, they're out of the playoff picture. There's a couple of things they have to work on, though, is defense. Because I don't know if you've watched any of the games this season or just seeing the scores a lot of the scores have been outrageously high because the Lakers haven't been playing very good defense but Alonzo Ball will help that a lot because he's a really good defensive player you know he's tall he's long he can help a lot on the defense he gets a good bit of amount of steals also free throws they have got to improve on free throws right now they are they shoot 68.9 percent from the free throw line that is pretty sure the second worst in the NBA you have to you have to do the little things right to be a good team. And even to get, even though they probably will not win the championship this year, to get some momentum going into next year. My next topic is probably going to be Paul George for MVP. I absolutely love Paul George. I wasn't that big of a fan of him last season, especially in the playoffs whenever they got kicked off and kicked out in the first round against the Utah Jazz. But I've become a pretty big Paul George fan. Uh, this season, I love how the OKC Thunder are playing right now. Columbus City Thunder, excuse me, are playing right now. Russell Westbrook is a, becoming a distributor. He's understanding that he can help this team in more ways than just shooting. Sometimes when he's getting his rebounds, getting his assists, it all plays into the big picture. Uh, Paul George right now is averaging 28 points per game, 8 rebounds, and 4 assists. This is a really good season for him. I'm a big fan of Paul George, like I said before, so I'm hoping he wins MVP. Um, what sealed the deal for me was that game-winning floater last Friday against Memphis. It was wonderful. It was in double overtime. Russell Westbrook had already fouled out. So Paul George has to pretty much come in and run the show, and he did really just that. Uh, I will also say that the Greek Freak is putting on a pretty good campaign in Milwaukee. With the Milwaukee Bucks averaging 27 points per game, 13 steals, and 6 assists. I mean, he's a freak of nature. He's, he's a huge guy. He's really impacting them right now. And right now, he has led that team to uh, first in the Eastern Conference. And they're on a current on a four-game win streak. So I expect that to continue. I don't really watch Milwaukee as much as a lot of people do. But from what I see, I see like it's been a constant theme is they have good seasons. And then by the time it gets time for the playoffs, it usually get kicked out kind of early. So 
uh, I don't know if that's going to happen again, but that's why I'm not too big on the books, but you can't deny uh, Giannis, I think that's how he says his name, I call him the Greek freak because I'm not good at pronouncing names, but you can't deny he's been having a really good season. Also, you know, James Harden has been always holding it down in uh, Houston. He's really, especially whenever Chris Paul and uh, Capella were hurt, He's had to keep that team afloat by having dynamic nights. I think for a while that he was averaging like 40 points a game, 30 points. Don't quote me on that, but he was doing his job. But since we're talking about James Harden, we're going to go ahead and switch gears to the Rockets. I don't know about what y'all have been watching, but it seems to me that the Rockets have been hot. I mean, they're just, I mean, I think they're right now just riding like a one or two game win streak. But they play really well. And Chris Paul, since coming back from that injury, has really been balling. Like, I mean, he has been playing. He, that, his clutch factor has gone back up, and he's really been doing very well and a really good job of managing the game. Also, now that Clint Capella's back, Clint Capella is almost like the – when they're at their best, the offense is almost running between him and James Harden. He's the big man down on the box. He's getting a lot of points in the post. And he's also very good in the pick and roll. Capella is very dangerous, and I think that that team at full speed has, can definitely compete with the Warriors, if not beat them. Sacramento think they can too, but I think Houston is more so they can do it. Sacramento's like the little big brother. The look, I mean, the little brother is kind of like, yeah, we can play them too. Maybe they're not ready just yet, but Sacramento is another team to watch. Also, another team I've been watching a little bit of this season has been the Celtics. That locker room over there is going crazy. Kyrie is an amazing talent. One of my favorite players to watch. Obviously, he puts extra work, and I love extra work. Yeah, you'll get to understand. I love putting in the extra work behind when nobody's watching. Kyrie obviously has been doing this because some of his handles are just amazing. I was actually watching one of his videos where he talks about how he used to spend hours at the, and the gym just practicing the spin of the ball off the backboard. And so whenever you see these crazy shots, don't think that he just created this. All of a sudden, these have probably been years and years of preparation. And so then now it's like he does it naturally. I think he was the one who even quoted who had the quote that said, I do the fun, I get the fundamental, something along the lines of, I perfect the fundamentals so I can forget them. Basically saying that I'm going to become so good at the fundamentals, I don't have to think about those. All I can do, all I have to do now is focus on performing. Uh, but also with, with this happening though, remember at the end of last season, Kyrie Irving was hurt. So it was the young guys, it was the Tatum, the Jalen Browns, and uh, the, what's the other one? Terry Rose Jiggers and those guys really leading that team they went to one they were one game away from playing in the NBA finals so with that being said now that you had a a ball dominant Kyrie Irving and a Gordon Hayward who has not been performing particularly well I think he might still be recovering maybe not physically but maybe mentally from that injury he had in the first game of last season um it's kind of hard to get used to going back to the backseat for those young guys like Rozier's, and especially when those guys are, are getting paid a lot of money because they need to be putting their best foot forward. So, A, they can get back to the finals, which they did last season, and also so that they can um, also so that they can be a key factor, you know what I'm saying? And potentially, if they continue with Kyrie and Gordon, they can go elsewhere and be their own stars. So, it'll be interesting to see how that continues to work out. I, one thing that one of the players said that was so interesting to me for the Celtics is it, it's not even fun anymore. Uh, like they're not even fun. It's like, man, like you, you've kind of got your whole, your whole life to get here in the NBA. It's been your goal for a lot of guys to get there. Like It's not fun. But I know one thing for sure, when players are having fun, they usually don't get the best results. So I'm sure they'll get that squared away. It'll be interesting to see if Kyrie stays in 
Boston or if he decides to go to uh, New York or wherever he may have it. So I think he'll be a free agent after this season, if I'm not mistaken. Um, we're going to switch gears. We're going to stay in Boston. We're going to go over to the Patriots. And right now, there's been a lot of stuff going on with the Patriots. Uh, the owner, Robert Kraft, has been charged with two counts of soliciting prostitution. And we're probably... This is big. I'm, I was going to go right by that, but this is big. This is very big because he donates so much money to different organizations throughout the country trying to help out people. I heard he's become friends with, I've seen with Meek Mill and those guys. And so for this to happen to him, it, it, it's really big and it's not good for the media. I mean, it's, it's obviously good for the media because the media loves stuff like this because they like to write people down. That's a different subject for a different day. But it's not good for the pay. It's not a good look for the Patriots since he is the owner. It's definitely not a good look for the um, the page the Patriots. I just said that. Excuse me. It's not a good look for the Patriots. It's not a good for and it is not a good look for the NFL. It'll be interesting to see how the, the NFL, the headman over the NFL, what he does with this situation if he decides to suspend him. They wait to how the the legal process works itself out, and then making move. I don't know how they're gonna do that there, but uh, this is definitely big for uh, the New England Patriots. Now to some junior college football. I know a lot of you all have probably seen Last Chance You on Netflix. It was filmed this year at um, Independence Community College. Uh, head coach was the head. Excuse me. The head coach was Jason Brown. Well. Jason Brown is a very animated fellow, and he has actually resigned from the head coaching position after recently telling the German player, I'm your new Hitler. Folks, you can't do that. That, 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 is, that is so bad. Like, I understand you get passionate sometimes about your sport, and you know, but come on now. You can't say something. Some things you just have to leave off. You just can't say those because, like, what how could you really even if you wanted to bring him back how could you do that when you say something like that you know what I'm saying like that that if you'll say that you'll say anything that that's terrible and especially like a joking man I don't know if he's in a joking man or if he's angry anyway there's no excuse you can't say that so he's resigned and he and when his um statement that he put on Twitter that was posted on Twitter it says something along the lines of that I can't do, kind of being like these people aren't letting me do my job. That's not your job. Your job is to win football games, not to bring up Hitler. Definitely not, to, especially to a German player. It's not right anyway, but especially not to a German player. You got to know better than that. Okay, switching gears to college basketball. Tevin Mack will come to play. Will come home tomorrow to play the University of South Carolina at the Colonial Life Arena. As many of you may know, Tevin Mack is a former Dreer graduate. Um, in high school, Tevin Mack, I mean, was right now he's about 6'2", 6'7", 6'6", 6'7", 220. In high school, Tevin Mack was a, a huge recruit. He was actually a, a four-star prospect coming out, like I said, in Dreer High School. One of the top, I know one of the top players in, of class of 20. I'm pretty sure it's class of 2015. He went to Texas. Uh, things happened over there. He ended up transferring out. And uh, Alabama was looking, looked and gave him a second shot. And he's led them to a victory over Kentucky earlier this season. So I know they're loving having him out there. You know, he's a very dedicated guy to the courts, to the gym. 
always trying to become better. So it'll be interesting to see him back in Columbia for almost a homecoming, if you will. Share a lot of the drear. I don't think he's, he's one on the lower some community, too. So I'll be out there to support him at the Colonial Life Arena tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. I thought something was interesting. Uh, this is a little me. I, uh, I love sports a lot and stories and that. I love them all. So I don't know if you all noticed, but last Friday night, the, the Toronto Raptors beat the Spurs. It was it was DeMar DeRozan used to play on. DeMar DeRozan is now a guard for the Spurs, but he got traded from Toronto, the city he loved. And he got traded from for Kawhi Leonard, who is now, the, this is confusing folks, so follow me. Toronto Raptors had DeMar DeRozan. The San Antonio Spurs had Kawhi Leonard. Those two were traded. DeMar DeRozan was told that he wasn't going to be traded anytime soon. But as we know, basketball is a business. So they had to make a business decision. So they traded the two. So anyway, they had a game last Friday night. Last play of the game. Kyle Lowry, who is DeMar DeRozan, one of his best friends. And and oh, these names are confusing. And Kawhi Leonard had a trap. So Kyle Lowry, Kawhi Leonard, trap. DeMar DeRozan. Five to seven seconds left. Kawhi Leonard picks up the loose ball because they got they got him to fumble the ball. Kawhi Leonard picks up the loose ball, goes and scores. It was crazy. I know I, that was I know it was an emotional game for Demar Derozan because it's like he never he thought he was going to finish his career probably in Toronto and this is how it ends. You know the fans were all over it because it was kind of one of those cases where it's like this is what we used to have versus this is what we have now. Sad situation, but. The, NFL, the NBA, excuse me, the NBA is a business. Don't think of anything more, anything less. If they find somebody better, that they believe is better for the organization, you will be traded. So this is why people have to lay off whenever players decide to make their moves. This, the league has no problem doing it. Well, the teams have no problem doing it when it's in their best interest. Also, uh, in basketball, good news, folks of the Columbia, South Carolina area. Duke could potentially play at the Colonial Life Arena. They say the number one seed. Bad news is the ticket prices will skyrocket because Duke doesn't go anywhere cheap. And I'm not to say Duke gets the money because, I mean, they, the university gets some of the money. The NCAA gets a lot of it, too. But it's going to be a big, the Colonial Life Arena will be hosting a regional, super regional, one of those two. I'm not 100% sure about that, but I know they will be hosting a regional. I was at a, um, an event where Ray Tanner was speaking. And he was just talking about all the tourism money that that event will bring in to the university I'm not to you know to the university to the state it's gonna be great make sure to get your tickets folks and um lastly so storage is broke Austin Bryant Clemson defensive end he's uh one one of the top 10 to 15 defensive players really defensive linemen maybe defensive players coming out of this year's coming out in this year's draft he actually tore his pick this is actually a great story folks he tore his pectoral muscle last season against Louisville. But him and the defensive line at Clemson had such a deep bond that he wasn't willing to just sit out the air prepare for the combine, you know, pre- pre- pro day, whatever. He decided to play through it, help the team win the national championship. But it's kind of come to backfire, backfire now because now potentially he will not be, he will not be participating. At, he, it's not potentially. He will not be participating at the combine. But he won his national championship. 
with his guys. And when and you know they say money is great and all, but them experiences, you know, sometimes those experiences are priceless. So he just hoped they're able to he was able to win the national championship. He will look back at this 20, 30 years down the line. Hopefully he has a great career in the NFL, but you know that's always unpredictable. But regardless of how that goes, that friendship will still be there. And so I think sometimes it's okay to give up some of the money because we live in a society nowadays where it's money, 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 money. People forgotten to think about experiences, but I feel like that's why a lot of times people are so unhappy because they've forgotten about the experiences and the value of the experiences. And so that, that's also been crazy. But I thought that was a very nice thing. I'm not saying it was a nice thing, but I'm glad he made the decision that he did. So he has a great experience. He helped his college football team to a national championship and beat Alabama. But, man, that took incredible toughness because I know that was, I think in one of the articles I read, he was hardly practicing, but he was playing on game day. And he made it happen for his team. So that's all for right now in sports. I'll be back with you sooner or later to update you guys on what's been going on. Feel free to leave comments. Uh, hit me up on Twitter, um, Instagram, Matt the Chosen One, M-A-T-T-T-H-E-C-H-O-S-E-N, the number one. All right, talk to you guys later.